Tonight's podcast is unofficially sponsored by Subway. Do you want something long in your mouth to fulfill those cravings of hunger? Try Subway. You know what? Never mind. Don't try Subway. This this podcast, let's restart. This podcast is not unofficially or officially sponsored by Subway. Because I remember a time when you could walk in to the store and Jared would greet you. A cardboard cutout of Jared, that son of a bitch, you pervert, you pedophile motherfucker, you. And you would be greeted by his cardboard self-cutout and he'd hold like these trousers that were like the size of an actual submarine that you can take from California all the way to Japan underwater, that type of submarine. And you'd walk in and you can you can order a five dollar footlong. That ceased to exist anymore because I went to Subway with my kid today and we paid thirty dollars for two subs. Two feet worth of submarines, thirty dollars. And when I said we pay, I meant me pay. But he's six, so can't can't charge him quite yet. He's almost there. A couple more years and he'll be working. I remember a time, man. I know everyone out here that's listening remembers a time when you could walk in to that pedophile-infested place and get a $5 footlong. Like, you kind of have to think, man. Like, if Jared is the reason for those $5 footlongs, I mean, I don't know. I, I might look the other way. I don't know. I might look the other way. A $5 footlong sounds pretty fucking good right now. Instead of a $15 sub. Most of it's bread. Sugar bread. Can't even call it bread anymore. Because there's so much sugar in it. I got to wrap. Maybe that's why. It was so much money. I don't know. It didn't seem like it. You know what? I'm sorry. This is getting me all hot and bothered. And I think I just soiled myself. (sighs) Jesus. I'm sweating. How's everyone doing? Thank you for listening and tuning in. I feel blessed that you're here. Thank you. You guys make the show. Taking a little sip of my bevy here. Topo Chico. Mineral water. I throw a little orange juice and a little cranberry juice in that bitch, and it tastes delightful. Tastes like a nice summer day. Speaking of summer days, kind of crazy how the weather changes who you are really the weather and and if you're hungry hangry is what the term is right the terminology is hangry there's two main factors that play a giant role in who i am on a day-to-day basis and the first one is the weather if we have one of these notorious streaks And I'm not talking about my undergarments. I'm talking about like consecutive out here in Illinois. We're notorious for having like these gray days, just weeks. I think like a couple of years ago, there was this one streak where it went for like, it was something crazy, man. It was like 34 days without the sun. What the fuck is that? Why would you want to live here, man? 34 days without seeing the sun? 
Who are you? Is this Seattle? Is this London? Hey there, governor. Hey there, put another shrimp on the barbie, governor. Oi, where are the Beatles at? Where are the Beatles at? How are they doing? Cross the road, the walrus. The walrus. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But when there's sun, and we've had like, I think now maybe a week, seven days of just like pure sun and 80 degrees. I fucking love it. I love it. I feel so good. I've been going outside. I've been walking, getting my fat ass into shape because I've had pneumonia for the past 15 months. I've been going down to the the pond right by my house. I've been doing some fishing, a little fishing. And then at night, I found this nice little trail that I can take my motorcycle on. And I just cruise. I feel like I'm on fucking heroin, man. Just, oh, God, my eyes are rolling. My butthole's all tight. And I'm just, oh, God, I love it so much. It feels so good. It feels so good. I'm happy to be alive. Because the devil tried to take me out, but not yet. Not yet, you son of a bitch. I'm still here. I ain't going anywhere. Ah, damn. And what was the second thing I was talking about? I said the sun and hangry. Yeah, yeah, hangry. Okay, so I had um, I had to take my kid to swim class. And I can just feel my blood sugar dropping. And when that shit drops, because I worked out and I didn't eat, I had a protein shake, but that is not enough to hold me over. All right? And I brought him to the uh, the swimming school. And there's just like all these moms bring their extra kids. They have extra tag alongs. So they're not in the class and they're in the uh the waiting room with me. And uh just screaming. Some kids can't handle reality, just screaming like a bad acid trip, just freaking the fuck out. And uh when I'm hangry, like every thought is negative. I'm like, well, why'd you even have a kid? Well, why'd you even have a kid, man? You should have used protection. What the fuck are you doing? Come on. Get a hold of that thing. Go walk outside. Look at that ugly baby. Look at that ugly baby. Stop. Stop. Stop crying. That's how my thoughts get when I'm when I'm like super hungry. That's not how I think. That's not who I am. I don't say things like that in my mind when I'm when I'm well fed. But when I'm hangry, like the nastiest shit comes out of my mouth. Well, not out of my mouth, but like. Out of my mind's eye, I guess my thoughts are just so negative. Like, oh, yeah, okay, all right, let's bring this baby back home. Get the fuck out of here. I'm over it. I'm over it. Stop. Put a sock in that baby's mouth. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah, so you should ask me if, if if I've been fed. And if you know that I haven't been fed, just know that the thoughts that are going through my mind are pretty satanic. I wonder if I'm the only one. Maybe I should go to therapy. Thecuriositychamber at gmail.com. Let me know if you think I should go to therapy uh, or if those are normal thoughts that you have when you're hangry. I really hope I'm not the only one. I shared that because I'm pretty confident that most people feel that way. You get real fucking crabby. And just uh, the worst thoughts emerge into your mind. Anywho, um, got a story for you guys. 
story time. Gather round, children. Gather round. Story time with Uncle Jaspis. Gather round. Gather round. So I think I'll start this story off by saying fuck Detroit, Michigan, Detroit. Uh, anyone listening to this podcast is a Detroit Red Wings fan or lives in the Detroit area, you're welcome to go fuck yourself. Okay, now that we got that out of the way. So back in 2000, let's call it 13, um, the Blackhawks were in the playoffs with the Detroit Red Wings, okay, hockey teams, NHL. And me and a few friends of mine, we took a road trip because the playoff game was in Detroit. So we had playoff tickets and we went to Detroit, Michigan. I think it's like a five-hour drive from Chicago. It's on the uh, the east side of Michigan, uh, pretty close to Canada. And it was at the, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, I think it was the Joe Louis Arena back then, but now it's like the Little Caesars Hut Arena or some stupid shit like that now. But the Joe Louis Arena back then when we went. And... It was me and about four friends, and we got a hotel room, and Detroit just looked so shitty. It looked Detroit looked like a a cat litter box, but there's it's just like there's no cat litter on the inside. It's just like a cutout box and shit everywhere. Nothing to soak up the poo, and there's poo everywhere. Like it, Detroit was like a gingerbread house. With none of the festivities on it. It was just like a fucking gingerbread. And it looked ridiculous. Like some of the windows were boarded up everywhere. And I mean the only people you saw roaming around the city were homeless people. No one's working. Um, Yeah I got nothing but the worst things to say about Detroit. If you couldn't tell. And it's going to make sense. It's going to make sense here in a couple minutes. So we get this hotel room. And I I can't remember it because we got fucking lit in this hotel room and probably on the way to the hotel room just drinking so much. But I remember the hotel room was walking distance from Joe Louis Arena. And it was the game was about to start, so we started heading over heading over and we're uh our seats were in like the the nosebleeds, like the three hundred section. And that's like being on top of the Sears Tower trying to watch a fucking event. I mean, you can barely see anything. Everything looks like little dots, but it's the atmosphere. That's why we go. We're, we're Blackhawks fans. We made the the trip to Detroit, so we're diehard fans. Like, we got to go root our boys on. And we get to the stadium, and we're watching the game. And, all like, as you would expect, the majority of the fans are Detroit Red Wings fans, right? So everyone has their Detroit gear on and, if they were, uh, if you're wearing a, a Red Wings jersey, they gave you a rally towel. What's a rally towel? What's a rally towel, Jay? A rally towel is like this this white towel they give that you can like wave over your head, just like a basic hand towel, I guess. So when your team does good, you can like go yeah, woo, and you like rotate around your head. A rally towel, okay? So the Hawks were losing. In the uh, the final period, the third period, and the game finally concludes. I mean, n- not much happened during the game, okay? But it was after the game, immediately after the game. So the final buzzer 
rings. It goes, Mam! and uh, Blackhawks lose. Detroit wins. So everyone in the vicinity is a Detroit fan talking shit to us because we're wearing, you know, Taves, Kane, Hosa jerseys. So you got all the Blackhawks jerseys on. To be expected, though, that's fine. That's not a problem. Everyone's talking shit to us. That's fine. Verbal is completely fine and expected. Blackhawks suck. You guys suck. You fucking losers. Ha ha ha. We got the fucking series. We're going to win. Shit like that. And uh, it's time to go. So these stairs that we had to walk down were so narrow. They were so paper thin. This stadium was such a bag of shit. Detroit Joe Louis Arena, the worst arena I've ever been to in my fucking life. The stairs were so narrow, probably made out of paper mache from a third grader. Yeah, go ahead, just put this on the uh, the stairs there. They'll be just fine. They'll be just fine. And so we're walking down the stairs, and this dude, uh, he hits me with this rally towel from behind, and I kind of tilt my head back. I'm like, okay, what the fuck, man? He's like, keep walking. I'm like, I, okay, I was. <laughs> you mean keep walking? I was. Like, I, I didn't antagonize or anything. He just hit me in the back of the head with the rally towel. And then the next thing I know is I feel something. I get kicked in the back. And I travel down probably, no exaggeration, maybe 10 to 12 steps. And my head busts on the back of a of a stadium chair. Like this hard metal stadium chair. So what had happened is the dude that hit me with the rally towel, apparently when I turned back my head around to continue walking down the stairs, he Spartan kicked me as hard as he could. And I went flying down all of the steps, like 10 steps, and landed face first into the back of a chair, a stadium chair. And all I remember is just like, my head smashing it and kind of like turning to the right a little bit. And I got nachos in my head and like, I felt fucked up. I th- I'm almost positive. I would be dead if I wasn't shit faced because my body was able to absorb and like kind of contortion in certain ways. I wasn't very stiff. So I think alcohol honestly saved my life, but I was fucking toast, dude. My face smashed in the back of that chair And I just turned around, just laid, like, staring up at the arena. Just like, what the fuck happened? And a giant brawl breaks out behind me. Breaks out. My friends are now in a scuffle and a full-blown fight with, like, 500 Detroit Red Wings fans. Just fucking, like, there was a, uh, a banister that people can get thrown off. And people were getting fucking tossed off, dude. I think my friend threw a guy off. He might have murdered somebody. I don't know. I'm pr- he might have murdered somebody, though. He told me that he threw someone off. But I guess there was a lot of punches, a lot of just a huge fucking brawl, dude. Kicks, punches, like ripping of shirts and hair. And there's poor me just like face first into that seat. Just like, oh, I shit myself, I think. Oh, no, God, my bowels. I think I see Jesus. Oh, my God, Jesus is black. I knew it. I knew it. And when I, like, when I kind of, like, came to, 
all I remember were just women around me. There was no dudes around me, probably because they were all fighting, but it was like it was like five or like six women, you know, and they were all hovering over me, asking me if I'm okay, if I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm okay. I don't, I have no idea. They're like, we saw the whole thing. We saw the whole thing. That's crazy. Oh my God, are you okay? Just stand still. We're calling the, the paramedics. So they called the paramedics. And like, where the fuck is security in this shit ass town? God damn it, Detroit. Where the fuck is the security? Security was nowhere to be found. Just like a bunch of heathens. That's how you guys run this shit. Just like let the, uh, the patients run the asylum kind of thing going on here. Okay, cool. There was no security. Um, the paramedics came though. So that's good. And they, they put me on the stretcher. And put me on in a neck brace because they thought I had broken my neck because of the how the people were describing the kick and the fall. Like I guess it looked looked horrifying. Sorry, Topo Chico. I'm taking a sip. <clears throat> a lot of talking. And so they put me on the stretcher and they wheel me away. And now I have to fucking worry about being transported to a hospital in Detroit. The armpit of America, besides Gary, Indiana, Gary may actually be a little nicer because Michael Jackson and Prince came out of there. Fucking talented sons of bitches. What does Detroit have? Fuck you, Detroit. And they bring me to a hospital. I have no idea where. No, because I'm fucking wasted. And now I have a fucking like stage 12 concussion. Okay. And my friends have no idea where the fuck I'm going. Because they were in a brawl, so we got separated, and now I'm in the ambulance being transported to a hospital in Detroit. Okay, so I make it to the hospital, and they think my neck is broken. So they don't want to, like, move my head at all. And what I remember is they had to take my temperature, so they're like, we're going to have to go in your rectum and we're going to put a thermometer in your rectum to get your temperature. I'm like, <laughs> I do remember this because I got, I got some of them laughing. I'm like, at least give me flowers first. <laughs> some of them started laughing. I'm a fucking idiot. But they took my temperature rectally, and that was the first time that I had been uh, sodomized, I guess. I don't even know what that word really means. Does that mean, like, like I'm impregnated? Is that what sodomy means? means? or does that mean like something just went in my ass? I don't think anything ejaculated into my butt. I don't think. I don't know. I can't be sure. I'm not pregnant. I didn't have a baby. But from what I'm told, it was just a temperature check. And uh, everything came back good except my face was broken. I had a broken orbital bone. So they gave me a button of uh, morphine that I can push to get high as fuck. Every like 15 minutes. I think the button doesn't work, but I was pushing it so many times. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to me. Give it to me. Uh, uh, uh. And yeah, I had a broken orbital bone. My neck was fine. My back was fine. My booty hole was a little tampered with because of the thermometer, but um, everything checked out. I had to stay there overnight. So I stayed there for about maybe 12 hours. And I have no idea how the fuck my friends found me to this day. I should probably ask someone. But they ended up finding me. 
and uh, I had to check myself out of the hospital. Like the discharge was such a mess, dude. I don't, I honestly don't remember because I, I like my mental capacity at that time had to have been so fucked up because I was pushing that button for morphine. I was so drunk and I had a concussion. And now I have to make a decision if I'm okay to leave the hospital. I don't fucking know. I have no idea, man. Just get me the fuck out of Detroit, dude. My face was so fucked up. It was my face was so puffed out. Like I had just been stung by like 13 bees in my eye and it was all black and blue. Um, yeah, my so my friends, uh, they got to the hospital. I don't know how they got there, but I checked myself out, and I got in the car, and we got the fuck out of Detroit. And that is my Detroit Red Wings Blackhawk story, and that's why I fucking hate Detroit. Nothing ever came out of that. Like, no lawsuits, no videos, nothing. I, I like, I, I did call Joe Louis Arena, and I tried talking to so many people over a span of, like, a year to try and figure this shit out of who did that so I could press charges, and they kept, like, blackballing me, dude. They're like, yeah, someone came forward with a, a video and said they have it, and we'll, we'll send it to you. We'll send it to you. Nothing. Nothing. There's no security cameras. Security, like I mentioned, was not around, nowhere to be seen. The only thing that happened that I got from that fucking trip was a broken orbital bone, my booty hole tampered with, and some morphine. That probably cost me some, like, $5,000. You know? God, I hate that place. I hate Detroit, fuck you! Fuck you so hard, Detroit. God damn it, I hate that place, man. I will never go back. I wanted to leave so bad. I just wanted to transport. I did not even want to drive through the state. That's how miserable I was. I remember like I was having like these panic attacks on the way home, just freaking the fuck out because probably because I was having withdrawals from the morphine I was doing. I was on a bender. Jesus, man, and the concussion, probably, but if anyone, if if you get tickets to go to Detroit, I don't care what the event is, just say no, just say no, you're better off just, like, taking a dump in a porter potty and staying in there for 20 minutes, I mean, it smells better, probably more room, it's just, Detroit's the worst, but, uh, Thanks for listening to my story. Um, I got plenty more of little stories like that. Uh, I'll share them as we go through. But I just wanted to come on here and share that with you and let you know that uh, Detroit should be wiped off the uh, the face of the planet. So I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Be brave. Be strong. Fuck you, Detroit.